Hello everybody, welcome to the universe of Frost. My name is Emina Vandi and I'm your host. A little trigger warning, this podcast is 18 plus, so it's not suitable for children or people without sense of humor. These are all jokes and they're not targeted against anybody and if you're offended, you know who you are. So let's start the universe of Roast. Hello everyone and welcome to the universe of roast. My name is Amy Nafandi and I'm your host. And today I have one of the hairiest comedians in our community and one of the funniest ones, Mr. Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say before we started recording, I did an intro. I thought it was much better. Should we try mine again? No. Uh, Hello (laughs) and welcome back to the big fat world of roast hosted by big fat Evan over here. Uh, my name is Patrick. I'll be the guest on today's episode. Evan, thank you so much for being here. What do you want to talk about? So that's what happens when you enable people too much. You know, it's... Uh... <laughs> we have too many comedians in our society. You know, it's... <laughs> yes. I think that the problem with the Holocaust was they were just going after the wrong people. If it was about comedians, no one would have had a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't have problems with Native Americans in America anymore. <laughs> you know how to. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I just went there. It's. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I have a few reservations about the fact that you went there. I have reservations of fat. You know, so. <laughs> so, Patrick, how the hell are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so happy to be here in your beautiful uh, home. The natural light is stunning. Thank uh, you. It's more Disney than I expected, but I wouldn't say that I'm surprised. Um, and you and your husband are, its it just all clicked in. I, it all makes sense to me now. Oh, thank God, because it hasn't for my mother, you know. <laughs> um, it's, I'm actually very happy to have you over because you are actually one of the original comedians. I've like one of the first comedians I saw performing when I uh, before I started doing comedy. Oh, really? It was you, Tyrone, and Anna Barris. Like you were one of the first three comedians when I went uh, to see uh, I, because I was going to Laughing Boat, the Spreeboard, mm-hmm. and you were the first comedians who I saw. Really? Performing. Like, this guy is the least talented of these three. Oh my god. <laughs> I love you when you're right. <laughs> I look at I look at Patrick, I was like, Well, I'm hairy and I'm funnier, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> you're like this guy. No, but I, I actually, you know what I love about your comedy is actually it's so. First, it was very funny. First of all, let's just get the mic up to the. You're not getting it in really. You gotta get the. You know, you want the quality of the audio to be good. Man, don't I don't even want to know what you're doing with your wife when she doesn't want to give you a blowjob. You know, <laughs> it's, like just a push. Uh, it's so cute that you think that you would still give me a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so as I was saying, what I love about your comedy is actually it's very relatable and it's always very funny when you talk about your moms. And by the way, you know, me and your moms, we have something in common. Yeah, what's that? Uh, I also do Reiki. Do you really? Yes, do and that's when you were bullshitting Reiki uh, two weeks ago on the stage. I was like, you 
son of a bitch. I was like, how dare you? You know, I was like, I like, how dare you call uh, Reiki Siri? You know, I was like, it's at least, you know, like, I was like, I was, I was so angry. I was like, I'm going to go and cancel this son of a bitch. You know, I was like, uh, well, you know, look, obviously the Reiki is really doing you a lot of good. So, uh, well, fashion, <laughs> like, like healthy, you know, um, I guess all that. Do you want to just phobic jokes? That's a lot of calories. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but do you really do Reiki? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually I, Reiki master. Okay. So same, same. Reiki master. You're also Reiki master? I'm a Reiki. Well, I mean, I was certified as a master when I was like seven years old. So I don't know if it counts. Is it? You were certified by your mom? No, we went to a woman. Uh, to, of to course. A, of <laughs> course. I mean, who else teaches Reiki? I don't think. This is so sexist and unreligious no, at the same no, time. No, I just... But, yeah, but, but Reiki is not religion. That's what many people think, that the Reiki is religion. It's not a religion. No, no. It's just a, it's an idea of healing or whatever. For me, it's more of a, like, how to calm yourself down. That's how it's uh, like been. A more of a meditation. Well, not, not, not like that. It's more of a... When you're, when you're having stress, it's some kind of, a, like, a mantra that you're doing just to calm yourself down and just how... Know so how to control yourself. Are you trying to energy heal yourself? Um, n- um, I'm actually mostly using it to get rich. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, why it's not happening? Why it's not happening? I was like, I think what you're thinking of is a vision board, similar yeah. in the fact that they work about equally as well, the same. Yeah. <laughs> they both have the same amount of science backing them up. Yeah, you know, the problem is that actually my vision board came to truth because when I was thin, I accidentally, well, I was doing my vision board in Photoshop, and I accidentally zoomed my body in, and since then I've been fat. You know, it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> Never I, zoom the again. The most surprising part of that story to me is that they allow Photoshop and Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys would have been using Canva. Or something. Well, I would have been surprised if you knew where Azerbaijan is. You yeah. know? <laughs> I love that joke. You have a joke about how you're like, ah, oh, man, no Americans know where Azerbaijan is. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the audacity to think that you guys are worthy of us knowing where you are. I mean, no, I'm actually very happy you don't know where you are. I'm very happy that you don't know where we are because I think the same thing would have happened to us as Native Americans. But, you know, it's, uh, (laughs) um, you know. But you were complimenting my comp. No, we were talking about energy healing. <laughs> yeah, so how who how did you discover Reiki? You can't was, is Reiki a thing no, in Azerbaijan? I, that must have I, been a a Western experience for you. Right? It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you showed up in the Asian UK experience. Like, <laughs> no, I actually have a friend, and she got into Reiki, and she was like, and and I mean, it didn't really help her, but uh, like, I mean, because I'm like the classic story. You know, of Reiki. if it smells like shit, maybe it's because you shut your pants. You know, it's not life. <laughs> punishing you you know it's uh it's your choices um but the thing is is that she was like oh I, i've gathered this really cool thing it's called reiki everything is okay it's just not a comfortable microphone like i want to hold it oh uh-huh. sorry <laughs> so you're gonna okay. like is this cool <laughs> is that's cool if you're cool if you're comfortable, okay, comfortable. you can you, you can just put it there and talk <laughs> like this if you want to we'll just say we're giving yourself a fellatio okay. during yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> listening to myself in the headphones is about that's as most masturb- <laughs> masturbatory as I can get. I'm like, mm, more okay. me. Evan, can you turn me up in the headphones? I want me a little louder. <laughs> I was like, I don't. <laughs> uh, uh, so, and she was like, oh my God, I mean, like this, 
like I like she was like this is Reiki life changing experience, and I went there and I've never been a religious person uh, because my parents are not religious uh, and Azerbaijan people are not religious at all. Like, but for me it wasn't about religion. I, what I liked about it it was just if you live in Azerbaijan. There's like they're all just like there's no way God exists. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were communism. My grandparents don't believe in God, so you know it's it's actually the seventh most atheist country in the world. Whoa. Yeah. All right. You guys finally made a top 10 list of something. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually it's top 10 of your revision, but, you know, I'm not bragging, okay. uh, especially after this year. But it's, uh, yes, don't go there. And uh, no amount of Ricky would help that song. You know, it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> you should have put something different on that vision. Board. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when Azerbaijan wants to go gay. They just fuck it up, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really pulling for Azerbaijan. This was my first Eurovision. Really? Yeah. Because uh, normally I like leave to go to Alaska, so I'm like I'm usually not here. And uh, <laughs> is that is that the straightest or gayest thing you've ever heard? I never have seen Eurovision because I have to leave to go to Alaska. It's the weirdest thing I've it's ever weird, yeah. heard. Well, anyway, no one ever goes, "Oh, my Eurovision! I'm going to Alaska." Uh, but yeah, I didn't get the hype about the the. The girl, the one, who, the woman who won. Yeah, not for me. I like Finland. She actually won eleven years ago in Azerbaijan when it was Eurovision was in oh. Azerbaijan. She won it there, and she was amazing. Like she was really great. I, I, I wasn't really rooting for her, but to be honest, this contest, like singing wise, it was fucking shit like it was one of the worst years for the voice just purely based on voice no, or purely, based on music? no purely based on the quality of songs i mean eurovision always has a bit of a ambiguous <laughs> choices you know but uh this this year we had choices you know yeah. i was like fuck man what the fuck is this especially croatia like um it was it was lots of weird things and i and i think for you it's really weird to watch it i mean not maybe for you now because you've been living in europe for a long time now but the thing is it must be weird for an american to see this for the first time like yeah well i it's i i loved it first of all i okay. had a great time Aww. but i mean i also love any excuse to, if it, if and if anybody's ever like, hey, we should have drinks. Like, let's have cocktails and watch something. I'm like, great, let's do it. You know. <laughs> Aww. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I I thought it was super fun. And I mean, I it seems like it's so camp. Like you know, I just I, I, I'm like, how did I never know about this? Well, men don't like. I think that that's the thing about Americans. You don't know anything. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know, maybe Azerbaijan is not known, but you don't know anything. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Once I actually, I remember I was watching these videos of American people asking Americans some stuff, and they someone asked them what is a mosque, and they were like animal. I was like, that's They're about right. <laughs> it was like where, and like no, my favorite was like where is Russia, and they show in Latin America. I was like. Oh God! Yeah, yeah not but great. listen, okay, you're American, you know. Uh, I apologize. Like, <laughs> no, you don't have to apologize. I'm not black. It's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. I wouldn't apologize if you were. <laughs> you would. <laughs> All right, we're having fun. We're having fun. Uh, Just because my father left me when I was a kid doesn't mean I'm black. You know, it's... Uh... No well, uh, Patrick, uh, uh, I actually want to ask you. 
like is it true like okay we're, i'm like okay it's most exaggerated the fact that americans don't know shit you know but uh is it really true is it really your education is so limited in a way that if we talk about america we learn about america and we don't give a fuck about what happened in other countries yeah <laughs> that was a, <laughs> yes yes i mean no i, I like I I don't know. I mean, it, I, it varies. It varies a lot state to state. You know, like I grew up in California. It's like okay. the area I grew up was nice. I think the the education probably is similar to most places here. But of course, there's lots of places in the states that are just total garbage hellholes. You know, just real pieces of like human cesspool shit that just no one would ever want to visit. And they don't. We don't give a shit about those people. That's why we don't educate them because like. You're never going to leave. We don't want you to leave. Just stay there, be poor, do meth, do fentanyl, and die. And that's kind of the American dream. Oh, this is exactly what I wasn't expecting, you know. it's. Uh, but the thing is, because I actually was very close to moving into America. I almost got a green card. Wow. Yeah, and then... That'd be uh, the first green thing you ever got. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fries and burgers, am I right? Come on. <laughs> You know, actually, I don't eat many burgers a day. Okay. You know, it's uh, no, I, I, I actually, I, I, I'm more of a sweet tooth. Oh fuck me! We should talk about sweets. I have, I, I am for sure gonna get diabetes. Like, I have a real like. I don't think you're gonna have it. I think you already have it. You know, it's uh, <laughs> imagine with a fat person actually telling Patrick, yeah, you're gonna die. First, you know, it's uh, um, no, but the thing is, I, I almost moved into America, and one thing that scared me was the healthcare. Like, I started Googling it, and I remember, and they called me and said, You need to pay five thousand dollars just to get some books on American history and learn all that shit. I was like, I can get that on the internet. Like I don't need to like, and they were like, no, no, you have to buy it. And and they, but I signed up. I almost got all the documentation. I almost got it. But then something stopped me. Probably, you know, the like uh, I don't know, like some twenty sixteen election. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, no. Because I was like, yeah, that was like that was really like. I've, when when what year was this that you were thinking about? 2016. 20, like oh, 2016. So. And that was the time when the Trump came to power and I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe like one of the countries that I always consider to be, you know, freedom of speech and everything is actually not really that free. <laughs> like it, it was well, really That's actually the crazy. I think that's a misconception. Trump getting elected actually is the greatest example of freedom of speech. Yeah, because it's like holy shit. We like everybody just let this insane man Person, say yeah, all true. of these insane things and get elected. True. And we like let him stand for election, and we're gonna do it again. <laughs> You're actually bringing here a good point. It's actually like because most time people think freedom of speech is about being, you know, it's about being gay, it's about being you know open, like uh, tolerant and all. But actually, they forget that there is a different side of open speech. Like you can actually be very hateful, like, and you really can't tell those people they can't feel those feelings because they're feeling them you know and they have every right to express them even though it's complete fucking bullshit and fucking vile but they're still allowed to say it 
So yeah. I think, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think, but that's the thing I think I love about Germany. They let Nazis once a year to, <laughs> to have a parade, you know? They're like, just get all those juices out, baby. You just know? one for old time's yeah. sake, guys. You all know? right? You really get this out of your <laughs> system. Like, so they were like, so they feel we're hurt. You know, <laughs> we're really hurt. <laughs> but that is interesting. Like, you take for granted, I sometimes take for granted, like, uh, the idea of freedom of speech. And then in Germany, for example, you don't, they don't, uh, protect that right in the same way. No, they don't. I think. Uh, I think in America. I think in Germany, it's uh, the thing is, their Germans are putting so much effort into stepping away from all that Nazi and you know, even which has been chasing them for so many years. But they're forgetting that those things that do not go away easily you know and that's why when people are surprised about for example how russia is behaving i'm like it's been only 30 years since soviet union has collapsed this country was empire for almost like a huge part of history and then there was soviet union which also was you know empire in its own way and it's been only 30 years you really expect these people to change their mind setting like for 30 years you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, uh, you know, like, it's very crazy, especially, you know, like, when some nations haven't done it, like, in a thousand years, you know, like, they haven't changed it. So, you know, that's why that's why it's very interesting for me. But the thing is, I actually want to ask you about your moms. Okay, yes, we've, we've gone all over the place so far. We... We hit Eurovision. We didn't really finish that topic. We okay, yeah, well, let's talk about, about your mother. Okay, States. Patrick, tell me. What, besides Azerbaijan, what the Eurovision? No, I want to ask about your mom's because I'm really interested. Okay, let, no, let's get into it. Let's get it. But first, just let's finish the real quick. So you, you were going to move to the States. Where were you going to move in the States? I wanted to move to Brooklyn first. Of course. Uh, um, yeah, because apparently I had a death wish. You know, it's... Uh, well, no, I mean, Brooklyn, that's... that's a, It's safe. It's, 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 I mean, that's the, if you're like a gay person, I feel like New York City is... Yeah, that's why that's I wanted to place. move there. Because most Azerbaijanis actually moved to Houston. Uh, in, in Texas, right? Yeah, Houston's yeah. in Texas. Gross. Yeah, because my grandmother's, uh, she has lots of relatives and friends who moved to Houston. Houston. And most Azerbaijanis, they moved to Houston because they have a huge uh, diaspora there. And uh, But I didn't want to move to Houston, you know, like yeah. because, you know, I don't like incest. And, you like uh, is Whitney Houston. <laughs> uh, sorry? Uh, it's, uh, it's too late now. It's too late now. <laughs> okay. I, said, I said the only Houston you like is Whitney Houston. All right, it was worth a shot. Never mind. I don't get it. Uh, I don't like dead people. That's why I don't like Madonna. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Daisy loves dead people singing. Yeah. By the way, in case... I always refer to that room like Daisy. Everybody, like my viewers, they know Daisy's there in the room. He's like a Loch Ness Monster. Everybody hears about it whenever he sees him. You know, so... Um, yeah, New York. I would move to New yeah. York. Hi, I th- Daisy. <laughs> this is eating his cake you know it's like yeah. he's busy right now um so you wanted to move to new york and then you decided not to uh, no i did first of all i met desi at that time uh, okay. uh and uh i was like hmm, you're much better you know white man <laughs> uh it's um and but second of all yeah i was very i was very i was i was very afraid actually to move in there after especially what i saw like um yeah, that was one of the things. And, of course, the whole shooting situation didn't really help yeah. me. But uh, that was like... Uh, and I know, like, Americans love making jokes about it. And many people jokes make jokes about shootings. And I'm, I'm, I'm a bitch. I will make fun of everything. But this particular... I'm a little bit always... I, I laugh, but I'm like... Like, because I know 
it's like an epidemic in USA in some sort. So it's actually not the most subject. I don't know. To me, it's pretty hilarious. All these children are dying. In But the droves. drag queens are the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's all the drag queens' fault. And it's pretty funny. It's a good, it's a bit. It's, it's, we're doing That's a bit. true. We're just doing a big bit. Yeah. <laughs> If a few children have to die, so be it. You know? I mean, look, it's a joke. We're having some ha-ha's. We're like, what if all... Oh, Oh, do you want to go to school and learn or do you want to die? Ah, ah, boom, boom. This is when you're a pro no choice. You know? <laughs> Honestly, I the way I feel about the whole school, school shooting situation yeah. is I am anti-children. So, great. But you have a child, no? I have a puppy. So oh, I you have do. a puppy. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you have a child. No, just a puppy. Just a puppy. Okay, thank God. It's yeah. uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't like children. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't like I'm, children I'm, too. I'm pro pro migrant. I think they should be allowed in, but I'm anti children. <laughs> That's why I say leave them in the cages. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like children too. I'm very. I'm 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 a I'm a giddenist. You know, I I'm very in love to enjoying my life. You know the What way I am. Giddenist. It's I think it's called giddenism. It's like when uh, you enjoy your life. It's like it's. It's like a religion, but you're not worshiping like some mystical god, but you're actually worshiping. You're just doing your, Reiki. You're <laughs> <laughs> well, Reiki. You know, Reiki is rough, is like RuPaul. If you can't love yourself, how the hell can you love somebody? <laughs> It is so funny. Straight guy knows the reference of RuPaul. You know, it's actually <laughs> amazing. Um, so, girl, girl. Oh my God, RuPaul! Did you see the other day, RuPaul? Like he didn't know where he was. You know, he like no. he's so. Always... I think it turned this up. Yeah, God. he's okay. he's so old, RuPaul. You know, yeah. like he doesn't know where he is. It's like he's already confused with all the old stars and everything. Yeah. So well, I mean, I don't know. I I feel do you watch like, Drag Race? What's that? Yeah, yeah, I've watched Drag Aww. Race. Of course. I mean, come on. You know, that's that's just basic Because education. Because of her girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite drag queen? Um, I can't. I don't know if I can remember their names really well, but uh, I will say there was one. I want to say that their drag name was like Violet. It was Chachki. No, it was it. They 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 were like a real look queen. Like they were yeah, like Violet Chachki, and, and like with the crazy tuck, like with the waist. Yeah, and that's Violet Chachki. Her the final look was like this, like body. Yes, it's suit. a Violet Chachki. Okay, it's yeah. A, Violet Chachki made my dick move a little bit. that's the first I've heard about that. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> your um, girlfriend must have been excited. You is. know, it's uh, no. I you know seen... who else I loved was uh, Ginger Minj. Ah, oh, Ginger Minj is fun. Yes. And then who was the one who who won? Who was kind of the offbeat one from Portland and had a little like chip in the tooth. Uh, orange hair. I want to say it's like pumpkin something or like. No, okay. Well, never mind. They people are going crazy in the comments. All seven people who watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually seen Violet Chachki in real life. Really? Yeah, in Hamburg, I went to see them in the concert because I, I go every year. I go to drag because they come to Berlin, to Germany, very often. Mm -hmm. And I actually went to see them. It was really fun. I really, really, and I really, really recommend to go and see. It's a great show. Better oh. than because I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong about this because I don't know 
obviously I'm not as uh, immersed in the drag world as I am in comedy, but I kind of think of it as like, isn't it's like comedy is like meant for a club, you know, mm-hmm. like a back room of a bar. And I yep. kind of think the same. I would assume a similar thing about drag. Yeah. It's like it's meant for a boozy brunch. Like it's like it's it not is like meant to be like a stadium no, but it is. event. But the thing is, RuPaul's Drag Race made it a stadium event. They really yeah. brought the drag into the because I'm, like I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying that like isn't drag really meant as an art form meant to be more enjoyed in like a more it is it is more enjoyed in like a nightclub it's more enjoyed into in the gay bars you know like but at the end of the day i think but drag was there for a very long time like for example in the shakespearean times you know men dressing as women you know that's that's still considered drag and like in is it yeah it is it is by them (laughs) they were like this is i'm an actor i'm doing a job you know that was drag now you're that's right, but it's it for you. Some, better work, Shakespeare. Better, <laughs> shake that spear, you know. <laughs> Come on, Shake, show me your spear. <laughs> Shakespeare in Love, such a horrible movie, you know. It's uh, like, and I love how some actors are still bitter that Gwyneth Paltrow received Oscars for that role. Oh, they were really? like, what? Like, I remember, like, because I remember that was one of the first times I was watching Oscars when Shakespeare in Love received it, like, had Academy Awards. And I remember who was in the same um, category as uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. It was someone, it was it Glenn, Glenn Close, or like, and they and they and they say Gwyneth Paltrow, and everyone was like. They're not even clapping, you know, nothing. It's just like, it just, they were very unhappy. Anyway, sorry. It was just one of the first yeah, my memories was, in the Academy Awards. I'm work. like, look, we can talk about Drag Race, but you just got too gay for me. I, <laughs> <talk> about, <laughs> I don't know if I can get into Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> Oscars from like 1998 with you. That's a little too far down the rabbit hole. <sighs> Did you say just 1988? 1998. Ah, uh, 1990. I was like, 1988. I wasn't even born. Or oh, 2002. I don't know. That all I think, not. no, 1998. Yeah, okay. more than that was like that. Yeah, but I think drag, but if, in London, for example, they're pant, like they're in, in pantomime, there's like, a, there's always a, like a madam, like who, like a big dude who's dressed like a woman, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's why, like, drag, it, there are different types of drag. And, but, yeah, but if what, like, if it's like a club scene, it's way more. Let's say it's less surprising to see it there for some people. But for me, like for example, Azerbaijan people have been doing drag, although they don't call it drag. They call it a sketch comedy. You know, it's just like a <laughs> sketch comedy. All right. You know, it's like a sketch comedy means you fucked everyone in the theater. You know, it's... Uh, I, I like the idea that just like any kind of like uh, homosexual act, like they're like sucking a dick. They're like, it's a sketch. It's a sketch. I'm just making it like a real life experience, you know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm just trying to bring the feeling through the screen. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> now bend me over and fuck me for the sketch. Yeah, the it's sketch. like, yes, I am, I am, you know, I just want to do my job really well. You know, it's... Uh, uh, but yeah, for yeah, but there are different versions of drag. And uh, a straight drag queen? Yeah, there are straight drag queens. There was actually one on RuPaul's Drag Race, which caused the major like kefuffle and everyone's like, Why you're so mad? Like there are straight drag queens. Like in London there are lots of guys, like they're straight. I don't think that's what I hate about current cultures right now a little bit. Gatekeeping culture, it's not 
I don't understand why people are doing this. I don't know. Like, I know in America it's been a huge thing. You know, like, oh, this is a black culture, this Latin American culture, you know, <laughs> white culture. You know, it's a. Uh, but the thing is, like, wait, 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 uh, sorry, but can you define white? culture? No, I'm, I'm just saying we don't have one. You know, it's, anyway. <laughs> it's all just a mishmash of stuff we've stolen. Yeah. That's our culture. No, Stealing. that's that's American white. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I also think gatekeeping culture. Gate. It's it's really stupid because I the only like for as like in Azerbaijan, for example, one one of the okay Soviet Union was bad, but one of the good things that came out of Soviet Union was because there were like fifteen countries in one country it was like we would get to learn so many stuff about each other and it actually made us better you know as a like it's good for education it's good for culture you know like connections with other like you talk to our people and you know shit you know i think that's still i think gatekeeping culture is not that it's you shouldn't do that like segregating i thought i thought we were fighting that you know like it's uh segregating. I, I agree with you and that's one of my pet peeves uh, about today, which is like, especially coming from like my uh, childhood, yeah. uh, like the the way I perceived like the at that time just straight up LGBT. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have anything else on there. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it yeah. ended with the T when I was a child. <laughs> Patrick uh, was afraid to tell his mom that he's straight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> His other mom was like, okay, let's calm down. You know, we can't discuss this. When I was a child, my mothers would always be like, it's totally fine if you're straight. It is so <laughs> ah, okay if you're straight. We love you the we way just, you we are. Love you no matter what, if you're straight or gay, but you're, it's okay if you're straight. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, you learned. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there, there, you, there, your parents. You know, they love women. You love women. You know, it's a, uh, it's just it's, right. You know, it's just family, right. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, I feel like the idea, the message was all about inclusivity. Yeah. Like everybody is accepted here. Everybody's welcome. This is the thing. Aww. And now I feel, and maybe. I don't feel that energy in the same way. Me too. Now. No, um, I, I totally agree with you. And it's and and that's troubling. I feel like that's not a good thing. It's no, it's it's totally not because I think people flipping out over hairstyles. You know, I'm like, uh, what? I'm like, okay, but this is okay. It's the same thing if I go to someone and say, take off that fucking silk scarf from your neck. Because, you know, silk is actually part of Azerbaijani culture. Like, we do silk in Azerbaijan. So, what the fuck, bitch? You know, like, this is... But this is not right. I think gatekeeping culture is actually... Because fashion, art, anything, I think, is... Even comedy. Like, it's born by two cultures, several cultures coming together and just experiencing different and that, cultures. And also, that's the history of, like, cult... Like, yeah, I agree with you. The whole, like, cultural appropriation thing is... It's... It's... It, like that is culture is people like seeing something being like that's cool and then taking mm-hmm. it and then it becomes a new thing and then it evolves like that's the entire history absolutely of yeah and and also like of course you know for i feel like the example i think of a lot is like you know when i first i used to of course i don't know if you could tell but i used to be like a real raver kid and at the music festivals at raves they would kids would wear these like indian headdresses and uh, it was just like a fun party outfit and okay. then at some point people were like, "Hey, that's like fucked up," and and I kind of get it, you know, like, "Hey, we already killed them. We put them on reservation. Let's not wear their like religion ceremony thing to like take Molly and like listen to Skrillex." You just keep memory alive. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's do 
our own little town. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, that's how they used to do it. You know? <laughs> Uh, I'll smoke uh, a peace pipe, uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I it just like there to some some of the stuff I like I kind of get it, but a lot of it it just doesn't make sense because then also it's like okay so like my I feel like my style is like oh did I appropriate this from a homeless person did I appropriate this from no a German like, it's <laughs> <laughs> but like. People, I don't really skate, but people say I dress like someone who's like a skater or like a metal person, and I'm not into either of those things. But it's like, so did I appropriate those? Yeah, so yeah like subculture appropriation. Yeah. Jesus, that's the last thing we fucking need now. You know, like yeah, I, I, all I need is like some goth on my door. I mean, like <laughs> fuck you. You're not allowed to wear eyeliner. That's yeah, my culture. Yes, you, boy, you, you're not allowed to kill yourself. That's our kind of stuff. You know. It's, uh, Slashing grease only for emos, you know. It's like, it's like, oh, I mean, at some because for, like, I mean, for me, cultural appropriation is when you use someone's cultural attribute to make fun of it. You know, mm-hmm. like on Halloween, like. I don't agree with it. But, for example, I, I wear kimonos. I love kimonos, and I wear them with pride, you know, because I'm gay. We do everything with pride, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like you have to be proud of anything. You suck a dick, you have to be proud, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little too much pride sometimes. <laughs> you know, it was very funny. I actually once met this girl. She was from California. I met her here in Berlin, and uh, me and my friend, we were over, and suddenly she comes to me, and we talk, and, like, she was she was very nice to me, but immediately when I said I'm gay, she was like, oh, "It's so great! Like it's so great! Like you have to be so proud of yourself." Peeves with fucking straight women is like there, and and they. I think the thing about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I I like how I'm getting. I'm like, hold on. Let me tell you, a gay man, about the problem with straight women's possession of gay men. <laughs> it's called gay face. You know. Yeah. It's- <laughs> I wouldn't enough the rainbow face, but you know it's a. Uh, and the thing is, but I actually wait until nature comes to gay people and be like that we actual culture appropriated rainbows. You know, they be like fuck <laughs> you. You know, Sodom and Hamora all over again. Yeah. You know, it's uh and uh, but the thing is, she was like, oh my god, you're gay. I'm so happy for you. Like you, you need to be so proud. You need to be fucking proud. I was like, proud of what? Because you're gay. I was like, I'm not proud because I'm gay. I'm proud because I finished my MBA with a good result. <laughs> I'm proud because I survived in one of the most homophobic countries in the world. But I'm being gay for me is like having dark hair. It's nothing that defines me. Mm-hmm. It's just my a biological, sexual, mental orientation that I was born with. And this is nothing. It's just a fact. Well, it's I the same. I, can I just sorry, step in there for a second? Biological. You mean like somehow that like something from nature made you choose to be gay? No, no, no. That I was born gay. No, no, no. But you chose to be gay. No. No, you, you, you were like at some point you were like, ah, it'd be fun if I like suck dicks or whatever. And so then you were like, I should choose <laughs> no, to be I gay. Th- no, I don't think we choose to be gay. I think we want we <laughs> we want to be gay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, once you get prostate massage, you know, <laughs> that's it. It's, uh, I, I know, but honestly, like being proud of certain things, it just doesn't, it's the same thing of being proud that you have hair on your legs, you know, like, yeah, 
you know guess who's not dying of cold you know it's like uh, like but but that's what i don't understand and that's for me that's like when people are trying to do the same with certain things like braids you know and i'm like like it i just don't get this you know like it just usually should be proud of achievements like in science technology mm. but like in arts you know like something that changes people's life but not something like yeah i'm proud that i have hair okay what would you do yeah you know? yeah i i agree with you and i i guess i think the thing where it's com where it gets complicated is like that there is like a like gay culture to some extent right? i actually say there's no gay culture Really? I don't think there's... Because I don't think culture has gender. I don't think culture has or sexual orientation. I think culture is something for everyone to enjoy. I don't think saying that Madonna is... And Kylie Minogue songs are only applicable for gay people. That's for me. It's like, I, yeah, mostly gay people listen to it. But for me, it's actually more like... It doesn't mean that anybody else cannot enjoy it as well. You know? Yeah, but I don't think culture... I don't mean it... I don't think that's like the... What defines culture more. It's like an aesthetic. You know? It's like... It's, yeah, it's, aesthetic. Yes. Um, Maybe subculture. Yeah, okay. Well, now we're getting lost in the weeds of definitions here. Yeah, but, but this is exactly, but it's a good thing because I think what, how can we define a culture of a sexual orientation? That's what that's what matters because saying that all the gay people are like in like fashion. Okay, I work in fashion. Okay. <laughs> <Bad example. laughs> all gay people love Eurovision. I love Eurovision. You yeah. know, it's uh, it's it's certain things, but I don't think. But not all people are like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, not people no, are, I mean, one of my uh, best friends is this guy Rob, who like one of his. I should maybe shouldn't do his joke on the podcast, but one of his jokes is like he's like I'm gay, and he's like I know that's weird because I look like someone who would beat up gay people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but but exactly i mean i know some straight people who go like yes god you know i know and they are straight and i just I, I feel a little bit that way and it's it, you know what the funny thing is i feel like because i don't know if it's because i grew up around the community but i like i have a joke about like that i feel like i have a sassy gay man inside of me yeah, oh you have a very power bottom energy you know is <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> it's so interesting since you don't have one. You know, it's <laughs> how would I know? How would um, you know? <laughs> yes, how would you know? <laughs> but but, uh, <laughs> but I feel like actually I I I tamp. I don't know actually. Well. I don't know if I tamp it down because when I was younger, it was like, ah, uh, not, I was trying to be more like hetero yeah. normative yeah. or now I feel like I tamp it down a little bit more because I get pushback from like queer people sometimes if I'm too like, and they're like, hey, what's like, well, then I'm almost like doing. Listen, if there's some people like that who are bothering you, just come to me, you know, <laughs> I have lots of aid needles, you know, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> no but i because for me that's what i hate i hate when people go to someone and say you can't do this you can't behave like this bitch who the fuck are you if i'm not like if i'm not bothering you if i'm not offending why can't you like for me if you did actually yeah i, I actually i don't mind this you are the, i will be like just irritating you know it's uh <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also because it's it's all a matter of how you identify right Exa so it's like yeah. why can't people identify as like ah oh, like i i like 
my fucking I like my wife's pussy and also I'm like hi uh. <laughs> like there's there's duality in the world there's multiple facets to our personality inside and there's part of me that's like yeah fucking fuck you little bitch and then there's also <laughs> part of me that's like oh my god like you know I have I'm a, a multifaceted person <laughs> yeah I gave her pearl necklace oh, <laughs> oh god yes you know <laughs> Man, sit on my dick <laughs> Fucking get over here and sit on it, you dumb bitch. No, that sounds horny. That sounds hot. I'm getting horny. Uh, my nipples are getting hard. You know, it's uh. So, no, but the thing is, uh, I genuinely again, like for example, like uh, first of all, when you said that I love my uh, wife's pussy, I thought you. So you mean her like her cat, right? <laughs> If her mother's watching, yes. <laughs> if her mother's like, he likes your daughter's cat a lot. He uh, pets it, you know, he slaps it sometimes. Yeah, not so often. Gives anymore, it a nice brush. Yeah, once in a while. <laughs> Kisses it, you know. Uh, <laughs> because the last time I saw Pussy was when I was saying goodbye to it when I was getting bored, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> I was like, bye. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but that you know, it's so it's actually very funny when I I, I, I came out to my mom. One of the <laughs> one of my mom tried to explain why I'm gay. Like, and the theories that she came up with is much better than you know, like Illuminati theories. You know, she was like, "Are you gay because you saw me naked once when you were a kid?" I was like. That's not how it works. I was like, so you think I look at you? I was like, if everything looks like this, yeah, yeah like that you were so that you're like, she's like, am I so hideous that when you yeah. saw me naked, just, you were like, no. I just love how my mom tried to blame herself. And I, I, like after five times, I thought it's not your fault. It's nobody's fault. It's just the way things are. You know, she was that like, is a very mother move to like make it about yourself. I was like, yeah, she's like, it's me. I know it's me. It's no mom it's not yeah but you know but my mom she's on a mission now she's really trying to out everyone else in her life like she's literally she's like oh, you know she, every time her friends have some problem with their husband she comes to me she's like Emin, i need like your advice like do you think he's gay i was like mom yes i saw him on grinder you know it's <laughs> she actually was asking me to sign her up on grind <laughs> She was like, man, like, I wonder how many people who I know from there I will know. I was like, mom, no. We never kiss and tell. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we kiss and get syphilis. It's, um, uh, so, okay. Get, let's get to your lesbians mom. Lesbians have, like, a grinder. It's just called Speaking of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I want to actually say one thing. That, um, one, you, when you talk about your moms and you make jokes, I feel so much love coming out of it and it's actually such a beautiful story you know like for me it's like a storytelling because i feel like i actually can feel how moms how much your moms love you like when you mm -hmm. say that so and i think that's what i think people love about that set you know because you know you're making all these funny jokes like how you pooped and your mother's like oh my god creative kid <laughs> you know i was like hmm, orphanage uh, <laughs> actually like if, if, if it's okay if you want to answer this question because I was just wondering and I think many people it's I think it would be interesting for many people uh, out there too was it actually really hard for you when you started to understand that you actually have two moms and you like you know it wasn't uh, how people say conventional family like was it how did you learn how to live with it like was it hard for you I don't know it's an interesting question and uh, I feel like it's something that I'm like 
even still just unpacking now at mm-hmm. like 33 and I the interesting thing about doing comedy also is like I think because I'm so lucky to just have like two parents who love me a yeah. lot and I had like a, a, a very good life in a lot of ways I think a lot of times ta- like I didn't dig as I got older I didn't dig deep back into that stuff yeah but then now starting to do comedy and I'm like you know, I want, I knew this is what I want to talk about and, you know, dig like redigging into some of this stuff. It's actually bringing up stuff that I didn't even like realize that I've never like kind of processed or yeah. thought about, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess what I would say it this way is like, it definitely affected me. I had some, you know, negative experiences. I think there were things about it that were hard I wouldn't change a thing, you know, like I love my moms. I loved my childhood mostly. Um, and, and I also, the thing I think I don't come across well in my comedy, uh, because I just think it's not that funny is like, I also was super lucky in the sense that like, I grew up in a place that was super tolerant, accepting and like, you know, it was, of course, it was still I was different, but like I, the whatever level of bullying I received or whatever was pretty low to what it could have been if could I had been, been yeah. in like Texas. Houston or yeah. something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, uh, no, but I can't, I I think uh, I think you are very blessed, you know, uh, to have two parents who love you, you know, because uh, I think. It doesn't matter. Like it, I just cannot imagine whether for whom it, whose business it is. You know, like whether it's a two dudes or t- woman and a man and a man or woman. You know, non-binaries or whatever. As long as they love you, you know. So I don't yeah. really think what it matters. You know, and uh, but I believe I think also your moms were very very brave people because I mean it was nineties I suppose right like nineteen ninety nineteen ninety like uh, and even though America was ahead of many countries but it was still very i guess to have a child in the same i think it's a very brave thing to do like and i can really appreciate that like it's amazing that's why that was when i first heard i was like because you're the first person in my life who i've ever come across to have two moms i've never came across that and that was for me it was so great to hear i was like oh my god like this is a proof and because you're straight i was like this is just a proof that it doesn't matter like, which sexual orientation it is. I mean, my both parents are straight. I end up to be a faggot. You know, it's, <laughs> that's what I love. That's what I love when they say, if your parents are gay, you're going to be gay. Bitches, you are straight. We end yeah. up being gay. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, totally, totally. It's, uh, it's, it's insane. Like, yeah, it's such a like, silly idea. And yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I, I also, that was something I came to earlier is like, then I realized when I was like maybe 25 or 26, yeah. I started being more like, oh, I have had this experience and I have no one that I can relate to about it because, mm-hmm. uh, because, and, and this is something I tried to work out in comedy that I haven't figured out how to do it yet. But there's this weird thing where I'm like, I feel very connected to the queer community, but I'm like not part of it. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 I'm welcome in, in a lot of ways, but it's, it's still not, I don't feel 
totally like I'm not it's not like my I think this is whole thing that I hate about how it is right now queer community for some reason became like a Jewish faith you know like which is (laughs) It's like you know, we don't accept everyone else. I'm like, you have to you convert, have to you know. But you do have to get pegged. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is not a fucking religion, you fucking skanky yeah. bitches. You know, it's not a fucking religion. Anyone for me, Patrick is part of the queer community because first of all, he was raised by two amazing women. You know, like who and. Why you cannot be part of our community, part of our family, if you are actually were raised by members of our community you know so that's why for me you are part of our community and part of our family you know and whoever says that they're just fucking uh, straight phobic (laughs) i don't know how to say that but but i think there's a thing where it's like uh there there are a lot of i think crossovers between my experience growing up with gay parents and growing up as a gay person in the sense that like you yeah uh, we, you know, we didn't see ourselves represented in yeah. media or whatever. It was like this thing that you knew was different about you, and you didn't feel like of you could course. always tell people. It could be dangerous to tell people, blah blah blah. But like, I don't know. This is something I came to recently that I've been struggling with. You know, Matteo Lane. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a very funny comedian, gay guy, <laughs> and he was talking about you know how it was hard when he was growing up but then he like found his community like he found his group of like uh, these other gay guys and it was just like oh, i fit in we can relate to each other and i think that's the thing that's it hearing him say that it made me realize it's like oh i like never had that and that's a little bit of the the thing which is like i'm part of this first generation basically yeah. of children and there's not that many of us now mm-hmm. i mean like i'll meet people more often now that are like maybe 22 or 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 people who are like i have like a 12 year old or something of course but like in their 30s there's not no 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 absolutely and for me that's why i but the thing is uh, but that's what exactly I mean. Why do you need to separate from us and create your own community when we are part of our community? You are like pretty much children raised by our people who are like me. And again, that's the thing about communities. You know, when you have a community, you have to fuck everybody. You know, it's uh, <laughs> like... <laughs> like it's, actually, that brings us to our next segment, Patrick. And Patrick is just very sad because no one has fucked him in gay communities so far. <laughs> the people are like, oh, <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> it's like no, no, no. <laughs> like, it's not that you're not welcome. It's just that we don't want to fuck you. No, it's just because gays don't like lesbians. <laughs> they don't fuck that. <laughs> And it's so funny to actually have two lesbian moms and not to know how to build a wardrobe. (laughs) Do you know how to build? They did it for me. (laughs) Instead of Disneyland, they take them to IKEA. You know. Oh my god! But this is exactly. Oh, we need like. Oh my god, we need like two mothers, uh, children group. We need two. Uh, I don't know. Like, and yet people with the incest are underrepresented. You know, it's like I think this is not fair. It's not. And they scream at Alabama. Alabama is the only representation on incest people on the <laughs> on the media, right? Here comes Honey Boo Boo. You know, like that. Have you seen? Here comes Honey Boo Boo. No, I mean I know Honey Boo Boo, but. 
the girl you know yeah, who won yeah. this you should watch that shit i'm telling you is it what is it is it it's so a, it's pretty much about like a family of rednecks in like texas i think it is like how did it like so it's very like poor kind of like family but and it, it's not, they're all related you know but it, it's different than like because honey boo boo was from like the tlc show yeah right? yeah yeah yeah. but little girl who was this uh pageant uh, yeah, yeah 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 that honey uh, boo boo okay so that's that's the Imagine that was the only American TLC show that became very popular in Azerbaijan. People were watching it. They're like, oh my God. Because they're also fuck their relatives. You know, it's... Uh, that's <laughs> it's <laughs> Honestly, it's hot. <laughs> it's... I love a little brother-sister fucking action. It's really the only thing that turns me on anymore. It's because people like you people think that gay people can't have, shouldn't have children. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him. He's not representing our community. He's actually not welcome. Not, I changed my mind. I take all my words back. You know, it's uh, no. But the thing is, I I, I genuinely uh, think it's because my, my mom asks me all the time, "Do you want to have kids?" Mm-hmm. And I say, I think I just think, Mom, thank God, you know. But it's a no. But I, I, I don't know if I want to have children. But what I think, I if I had a kid, uh, I think I would try to make sure that my life is not influencing his experiences, that it doesn't make his life harder. And I know I can't do that 100%, which is, again, like a huge respect to your moms because I'm sure they went hell and earth to do make sure that, you know, it didn't influence your life. So that's why, yeah, we should actually cheer for all the queer parents and because well, and it's hard for them. Like, uh, and I, I mean, it's funny if you talk to my mom, like I have a joke uh, about like where I'm like, oh, my parents are like hardcore feminist lesbians. And my, my mom was like, we're not like hardcore feminist. And I'm like, yeah, but we had like 17 photos of Rosie the Riveter around <laughs> the house. Like... That's not like I know you're you're thinking like oh we're like burning our bras or something but I'm like it's still like pretty compared to the average um you know Rosie the Riveter yeah, yeah I know yeah. she's one yeah. of the seventies uh, yeah, feminists yeah, yeah very huge I think she's dead no yeah yeah I think she must be I think she died of obesity no did she That's yeah because most funny. feminists die of obesity <laughs> I'm not kidding I was reading about them and on Wikipedia I went into this like ultra feminist woman they all died from obesity I was like oh. I'm like so sad I was like <laughs> uh. <laughs> no comment no uh, comment I'm straight so I can't comment <laughs> on that one <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I respect women. <laughs> um, lovely people. Lovely group. Uh, I love how during this show, like Patrick several times said, Black Lives Matter. I respect women. I am straight. I will not going to comment on this. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. I'm here against my will. You know, it's, um, <laughs> it's just, you know, you can never do, be too safe these days. <laughs> Um, wait, but I was I was making a I had a point about what was I I had a point about the thing feminism uh, your parents no the the Rosie the Riveter fuck what was the point of that uh, oh you were saying about that they like not letting oh that's what I wanted to say so yeah. I don't think they would describe this as like a conscious choice but I feel yeah. like my childhood was and I think one of the cool things about if you were a kid growing up in the queer community is the whole chosen family thing yeah. You know, like, are none of like not like they have bad relationships with their family, but 
where we where I grew up, their family wasn't around. And so like, you know, I have these kind of kooky aunts who are like another lesbian couple. And and I, I feel like a lot of my childhood mm-hmm. was I had a lot of adults in my life who weren't my weren't related to me, who were family. And I feel like that's what I if, like you were like, I don't know if I want to have kids. And that's how I kind of feel. It's like I'm like. I don't necessarily want to be a parent, but if one of my kid friends had a parent or had had a kid, maybe I could be like involved in their mm-hmm. life in the way where it's like, oh, you know, one weekend a month, holidays, you know, <laughs> <laughs> divorce dad hours. <laughs> so Patrick's friends, he wishes you do a divorce, uh, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you die, I'm gonna get your kid. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I but the thing is at. Uh, what actually started up your comedy career? When was the moment when you were like, "Oh my god, I, I'm actually funny"? Um, was so, it everything that happened to you that made you actually? You no, like, I would say for the like, I always thought uh, I, I, and I'm sad to say this, but like, especially in my early twenties, like net, like in college and stuff, I was very, I, I, I hate to use the word, but I was a little bit like ashamed or like uncomfortable with mm-hmm. you know my weird, background yeah. and. And it was also my parents sent me to a Catholic college for what fucking reason? They wanted I'm... you to have sex experience the best. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, like, you gotta learn from the source. You know? They're like, it's fine if you're straight. He's like, okay, he will be. We need a gay kid. He needs to be traumatized. You know? <laughs> uh, it's never too late to be molested. self-esteem and so so anyways the 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 short answer is um when i was 21 i started listening to wtf with mark Marin, and i was like this sounds super like i love i had always loved comedy and and then i like listening to the stories about like the lives of comedians i was like i want to do this and so when i graduated college uh i also first of all I came home from Christmas break, senior year of university, my, mm-hmm. of my university. I took my parents out to dinner. And when I say I took my parents out to dinner, I mean they paid. But um, <laughs> we went out to dinner and I was like, hey, I know you like I've just been like studying for the last four years, but I'm not going to use my degree. I want to be a comedian and bless my lesbian mother's hearts. They were like, that's great. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> what else do you expect from a kid from a cop? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They were like, don't worry, honey, we didn't have plans for you. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to tick that box that we have a kid. Yeah. You know? yeah. We're done in, in our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> well, it's, like, it's just, you know, you know, honey, it's just, you know, it's, it's just uh, right that, you know, you were embarrassed about us. Now we'll be embarrassed about you. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Daisy has already come out. No, no, it means we have five minutes to do the roast. Ah, okay. Yeah. Time to do the roast. Daisy just wants to see us do the roast. <laughs> ah, okay. 
So yeah. should we do the roast now? Yeah, no, you finished the story okay. with the comedians. So, so anyways, I started comedy when I was 22, and uh, I went to like a comedy school in San Francisco. Yeah. It was horrendous, terrible, uh, and I did it for like eight months, and then I got really into taking ecstasy and raving, and I was yep. like, eh, this is a better kind of high. Uh, <laughs> and so I did chase that for a few years, and then... And then I, I, it, but it was always something still that I knew, like, this is my dream. And eventually I got to the point where I got old enough and mature enough that I was like, okay, I want to actually try. I'd yeah. rather, I was so scared of failing when I was younger that it was like, it was easy. It was easier to not try and not that way. I can't fail if I don't try. Yeah. And then at a certain, when I was like, I, I was here when I was 29, 28, 29. And then I I was like, I'm yeah. turning 30. It's now or never. So, so apparently it's never. Yeah. No, I've been roasting you all through all this story. <laughs> so now it's Patrick's turn to tell me that I'm gonna die of diabetes. You know. <laughs> so Patrick, you have prepared some roast for me. Uh, you prepared some for me as well, right? But I've been roasting you through all this show. What do you mean? I mean, so I've been roasting you as well. You, you, yeah. <laughs> How much more I do like, you need? Okay, your so sadistic piece of shit. Didn't actually prepare <laughs> Patrick, like, this is not enough. This is not enough. <laughs> more shade. More. I need more shame. More shame. <laughs> it's, and his, and his mothers are like, oh my God, how much more shame can we take? You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's why I'm so pale. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're pale because you went to Catholic school. <laughs> uh, so uh, some of these might be mean. I don't know, but uh, they're supposed to be yeah, mean. So you know, you're gay. The gays are very stylish. Um, but somebody should probably tell your wardrobe. Funny. <laughs> oh, okay, that's huh. All right, that's fine. No, that was funny because uh, it's not true. <laughs> uh, is it? You're wearing basketball shorts. You're wearing a rainbow thing. You appropriate yeah, my I culture. Look, I appropriate. Yours. I, I look. I look Berlin cool. You look American airport. Just because you, yeah, and I, it means I have money and you don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually I thought about dressing up, but then I was like, ah, oh, you always look like shit anyway. <laughs> That's true. I have been used as a background, you know. <laughs> um, well, it's it's. I don't know when this comes out, but I want to say it's June, so Happy Pride Month. Uh, I wish your mothers could say same thing about know. you. Uh, uh, dude, he just stole my joke. Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, to say, I know that must be hard to celebrate since your parents never felt any for you. Um, okay. um, um, yeah, you know, you said it was hard coming out in Azerbaijan, uh, but probably not as hard as it was uh, as it was for your mother passing a baby of your size. No, I fucked that one up. Sorry, that was. Well, it was easy f for man X to pass you into the cup. You know? <laughs> um, you're actually very tall. Uh, which is which is uh, surprising because it almost makes me forget how fat you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you say Americans don't know where Azerbaijan is. Uh, you're correct, and why should we? Even your oil is too poor for us. <laughs> That's actually offensive. Our oil actually high quality. 
you asshole. You're like, that's where I draw the line. Like, that's where I draw the line. You cannot fuck with our economy, you know. Um, so, so you're you're from Azerbaijan, uh, but give give Russia a few more years, and it'll be Azerbaijan. <laughs> Bitch, it was Azerbaijan two times, and we still came back. Um, uh, so. Gays are, are always uh, gagging over, you know, looks and fashion and cocks. Uh, but I know one thing that never had you gagging. Food. <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> it's so close to my bone, Not, which is really hard, you know. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Uh, this one I just have here. It just says, you're very fat. Uh, you better work <laughs> out. <laughs> okay, now you're just saying that's from Drag Race. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, that's that's I I I actually riffed that when we did that show the other day. Oh, really? Good. Oh, did you? Yeah, that was actually very yeah. fun. Nine. All right, I think that's all the ones I I have here. Uh, um, <laughs> I have well, I have one more very stupid one. This one is probably not going to land. Uh, so, Emin, what is that short for? Eminem? <laughs> Peanut Eminem? Okay. I like. I didn't get a single laugh. You have you. only You're you have only the- one white rapper, and you just fucked that up. You know, like embarrassed him so much. Something your mothers are used to. Um, and so, so Patrick, um, you know, you do Patrick does donation shows. I also do ticketed shows. He does ticketed shows, but he does lots of donation shows. But the thing is, the bum in Uban makes more money than you on your donation <laughs> shows. Uh, at uh, least I don't have to exploit children to make money. Yeah, but I'm not Catholic, so not really referring to me, though. I don't know. I don't know children because I always sit on them, you know, and uh, Uban. Uh, the other day you said, when we were at the show, you said not to... Um, talk when we do crowd work not to talk to your girlfriend's parents her sister her yes. sister her yes. sister but i guess you know they already roasted her when you she started dating you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, she was like because the first time you know patrick's girlfriend brought him to home they were like oh honey you're doing such a good job bringing homeless people to have food you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said that gay people never gag on anything well your girlfriend doesn't gag on you either <laughs> okay <laughs> Hey, okay, that hurts. That hurt. Um, Did it? <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Something his girlfriend never said. You know? So. Uh, okay, so I'm. I look homeless. Uh, you have a small dick. I have a small dick. So far, you're just saying facts. I mean, <laughs> fun thing about facts, it almost sounds like fat. <laughs> I put fat in the fact, you know. It's a, it's a fat fact, you know. It's a fat, fact. fat fact. Patrick, can I just tell you how it's amazing to have you on my podcast, and it's actually really great. Yeah, we're done with the roast part. Don't worry, you're safe now. Well, at least in this neighborhood, you know. It's, it's actually so great having you. Can you please tell our audience where they can actually find you? Uh, yes, I, about at, your shows and everything. At, yeah. uh, so at Patmore Comedy on all the social uh, platforms. Um, when is this show You're coming? You're looking for out? your penis? Uh. <laughs> this is where I keep my. This is where I beg my money on the Uban. This is such a <laughs> lesbian thing. <laughs> Did you inherit that from mom? 
<laughs> I, this is this is my mother's. Uh, yeah, actually, next time you have me back, uh, which I'm already assuming you're gonna have me back, uh, I should tell you the story. That's about a very bold met. statement. That's <laughs> uh, it's very how it, my story of how I met your mother is actually entertaining. Yeah, how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that show. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good show. Anyways, I don't know when this comes out, but June 8th, my solo show, Mama's Boy. That's for you to keep. That's for you. Uh, June 8th, Mama's Boy at Caracas and July 21st at Z-Bar. Come see my solo show. Uh, if you search Patmore Comedy on Eventbrite, all of my shows are on there. I run a bunch of uh, showcases, open mics, all sorts of stuff. Emin's been on. He'll be on again uh, if, if he, you know wants to i don't know he doesn't want to uh, <laughs> i really like doing your shows i oh, love thank it. you I love so it. follow me on instagram follow me on tiktok follow me on youtube facebook uh come see my show uh thank you for for having me this was this was fun uh i'm happy the chair didn't break or anything during the recording i was a little worried well it's made by lesbians <laughs> And you know what lesbians do? It's always, you know, very high quality unless they raise a kid. You know, it's... <laughs> so I actually have one of your pictures here. I think it's from your school journal or something like this, like high school. Uh, from my middle school year. Yeah, though. middle school year. You actually look like 80s lesbian on this one, you know? <laughs> Curly hair, turtleneck, you know? You look like someone whose name is Mrs. Thompson, you know? So... <laughs> Please follow Patrick. He's an amazing, one of the greatest comedians in Berlin. And uh, and uh, please follow him. He's actually really great and he's really, really funny. And come see his shows. I will definitely go into his shows. And I think you have a podcast too, no? Uh, no, it's canceled now. It, it's canceled now. <laughs> Not surprised. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> why but good luck with yours. I'm sure it'll really take off. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm actually the, the one which I did for you. This, this one? Oh, this one. Oh, this one is this one I think is going to be like a web series. Thing. A web series. Yeah. So please be on a lookout for the that is for a long way off. So web series because he's doing lots breath. of projects. So please follow Patrick and uh, follow me too. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, Universe of Roast. It's been me, Amy Nafandi, and Patrick Moore. Patrick Moore. And remember, don't live to roast, roast to live. Roast Bye. to live. Bye. Bye.